Hey, Bryce. Bryce. It's Will. And James, your favorite boyfriends, now fiancés. And winners of The Amazing Race Season 32. We just wanted to say thank you for all of your support throughout the season. Not to mention, we loved hearing what you had to say as the episodes aired. Oh, and of course, one more thing. Issa, Issa, it's a Purple Pants Podcast. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast. I am your host, Bryce Isaiah. What's poppin'? Feel like I haven't talked to y'all all year. I know I was waiting to say that corny joke. Don't judge me. But what's poppin'? Welcome to 2021. I hope that everyone is doing well. I hope you had a happy and safe new year. New year, new me, okay? And if this is your first time listening, welcome. If you are coming on back with Poppin' Purple Pants Posse, please make sure you subscribe to my podcast, The Purple Pants Podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts from. Make sure you write a review. I appreciate it. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that you love The Purple Pants Podcast. Podcast, what's up? What it do? How is everyone? How did everyone bring in their new year? Me, I brought in rather quietly. I went out to dinner with some friends, and uh, that was it, really. And I, baby boy, was home, minding my business, watching some TV shows and some movies. Now, I had tweeted out, "Have any of y'all ever started watching a movie, and then you could go ten minutes?" 20 minutes a half an hour and you like i've seen this movie already like i watched too many tv shows and movies it was happening to me all weekend that i'm like am i just really good at i'm like is this plot just really predictable or am i like have i seen this i really started watching this movie called ready player one which is it's really a good movie and i think it came out like 2017 and i can't believe that i forgot that i saw it because i'm watching it i'm like 20 minutes in and i'm like he about to go into this virtual world and i'm like i seen this so that was the story of my weekend really kind of like feeling like deja vu and I always get deja vu feelings. I always am telling my mom, like, I feel like we've done this before. I feel like it's a weird feeling, but especially a weird feeling when you know that you have watched it already. But anyway, I am really excited uh, for this new year. I'm happy that we made it out of 2020 and we're in 2021. And I'm excited for this episode. I wanted to do something a little different. Um, so let me just give you the rundown of this week's episode. We have the church announcements. And then I have on the menu this week, I just want to talk to my Purple Pants Posse about... Me just kind of stripping myself down and really allowing my vulnerable side to talk. Um, cause I just feel like a lot of the times I am this character and I, I oftentimes don't feel like I um, am letting my real self and what I'm really going through just kind of shed through the podcast. So I just have this little segment that I call vulnerable where I am really allowing myself to be vulnerable with you guys. And so I hope that you can receive it. And I hope that, you know, someone could get something out of it. Then we've got the purple pants promotions. I'm excited for that. I've got Alex G on the podcast. He's doing something really, really fun with survivor Philadelphia. If you guys remember a couple of years ago, not a couple of years ago, but may, I mean, chow, it wasn't 20, 19 and we are in 2021 but we filmed this survivor philadelphia and he's revamping it so i'm excited to hear what he has to say we've got our purple pants picks advice with bryce and freak of the week so without further ado let's get into these church announcements <laughs> 
Jason Curtis Rivera. And I'm Dr. Amanda. And we are the hosts of I Know You Don't Know, a psych rewatch podcast. Every week we watch a new episode of the television show Psych. I'm new to Psych. Jason, why are we watching it? Amanda, it's my favorite show. I know. No, you don't know. I know. Right. We release a new episode every Monday at IKYDK.com. That's IKYDK for I Know You Don't Know. Thanks, Bryce. Bye, Bryce. It's a menu, me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. It's a menu, it's a menu, me and potatoes like we're cooking up a great stew. And keeping the menu rolling. So this week, I wanted to just take some time and to reflect with my purple pants posse. I feel like I wanted to be honest. And, you know, we go together. So I feel like it's a safe place for me to really share my feelings, how I'm doing. And I have to be honest, purple pants posse. I feel like the last month I've been, uh, what's the term I want to use? I don't want to use the term lying. But I feel like I have been putting on a positive front in the sense that, you know, it's the holiday season and I really love the holidays. I really, really do. However, this holiday season, I was not into it. I really wasn't. And that's just the truth. And I really tried to project that I was into it and that I was so excited. But honestly, I feel like I was like a lot of other people hurting and just, you know, everything going on in this world, this pandemic, not being with your family. It's normally the most wonderful time of the year. So I I wanted to come clean and just say that I, I really was not into this holiday season. You know, I've got Christmas cards that people have sent me that I haven't even opened yet. Not because I don't care, but just because honestly, I I just, I don't have the energy, the willpower, the motivation. And it's just really been a struggle. And I think that going into this new year, you know, people say new year, new me, we going in to it and it's going to be a great year. And like, you know, so we really want to think positive, but I think what really kind of captured by attention was New Year's Day I could not get out of bed. I had no motivation to get out of bed. I had no energy to talk to anybody. I didn't want to talk to anybody. And I just was like, baby boy, this is not normal. And honestly, all month of December, I've really been struggling to find motivation, to find like, what is my purpose? What is like, I've just really been in a a dark place. And I always say um, around this time, seasonal affective disorder, I really feel like sometimes I like, you know, suffer from depression and you know it's given everything that's going on but however I really feel like this year it just was different I'm single I I live alone and so for 24 hours out the day I'm by myself and it's you know my interactions with my friends on the telephone and you know some days it just doesn't cut it and some days I just I really struggle to be my normal cheery self and I'm always so appreciative when people reach out to me and they're like oh you know you've been the highlight of my week and and that really makes me feel good but sometimes I feel like oh if you only really knew baby boy was going through it and a lot of the times I, I, I don't even share this with my friends like how bad I've really been struggling of just really being positive and really just trying to figure out what is going on in my life and I know I'm not the only one and I know that me sharing this could possibly help but it, it's just a lot and I never want to be the type of person that you know puts my like issues onto someone else and so I try to just you know carry them all on my own and and really try to be strong but sometimes there is strength in your your vulnerability and I just find myself at this weird crossroad of wanting to get out of this funk 
but not knowing how to get out of this funk. You know, I'm literally laying in the bed the majority of the day. You can ask a lot of my friends nine times out of ten if they call me, no matter what time of day it is, I'm going to answer that phone and I'm going to be in the bed. And I really try to like paint on this, oh, hey, what's going on? And just, you know, and more recently, I've just been isolating myself because I don't even have the energy to fake the funk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it takes energy to be like, hey, guys, I'm okay. I'm, you know. And and so I just, um, I wanted to come clean and I wanted to just share that with my Purple Pants Posse because, you know, we go together and I really feel like um, this podcast is, has been the brightest spot in my life. It's that I could come, I can laugh, I can be myself and I feel like, you know, we get each other. And so I, I wanted to just be honest because, I, I again, I just feel like, um, you know, some days it's a struggle for me just to be myself. And I think that there is power in being honest and there's power in, you know, being vulnerable. And I'm really hoping that for myself, me sharing with you guys um, that, you know, this motivates me to want to be in a, a better space. Um, and I'm. You know, I'm, I'm fine, but you know, just some days I just, there is no energy. Some days I just don't want to talk to anybody. Some days I like, I don't leave the house at all. And I'm just like, baby, boy, what is going on? And I just, again, I really feel like it's a lot to do with, you know, this pandemic. It's a lot to do with baby boy is getting older this year. I'm going to be 35 and I, I feel like, a lot of the times I joke with like, oh, you know, I'm in my early 20s, mid Like, you know, I, I joke. But the truth of the matter is, you know, getting older for me is kind of scary. And I say that in the sense that, you know, I am a, a openly gay black man. And growing up in my life and where I am today, I didn't don't have many positive openly gay role models in my life and so I am figuring out things on my own and I can remember when I was younger and you know there weren't any positive black queer role models that I had to look up to so when I shy away from my age at times I feel like it's because I don't know what I'm like. I just I don't have anything to look to. And which is why I've been on this huge kick of representation. It matters because, you know, even still me, I struggle with that. And I just it's a lot sometimes. And again, being honest with my age, not that I mean, I've always been honest with my age, but I'm just saying there's honesty in that and there's like you know truth in that and in this new year I I want to live in truth I want to live in this realm of being who I am and I feel like Bryce Isaiah is a huge part of who I am and I also feel like that Bryce Isaiah has become this person that actually protects Bryce and that the things that Bryce is scared of and the things that Bryce is unsure of I think that Bryce Isaiah comes to the rescue and is like bitch I got this I'm like but the truth of the matter is and if I'm just being honest and um is that I feel like I have put more time into Bryce Isaiah and I have neglected Bryce and I feel like at, in this era as I'm just you know coming into my truth and coming into my own that I really want to take care of myself and I think even on the last podcast I was saying and one I think with the church announcements like love yourself like you love other people and that really kind of hit home for me and I'm like well bitch do you really love yourself and you say you love yourself but a lot of the actions in which that you do say that you don't love yourself and that you don't do the things that you preach and you don't you know you don't always take your advice and and so I really wanted to use this episode the first episode of 2021 to really call myself to the carpet and really be in a vulnerable place that I don't really and again a lot y'all always say oh you're so vulnerable you shit like and which I do but sometimes I don't really share the deep dark you know secrets or not not necessarily the secrets but I don't open myself up to like some of the, the things that I really struggle with. And I want to go on a road for a better Bryce. And I feel like this is just something that's healing. And 
I'm, I'm, baby boy is going to be 35 this year. And there's nothing wrong with being 35. Baby, I make 35 look amazing. But I want to start living in, and walking in my truth. I want to, you know, I'm struggling um, right now with, you know, depression and just really being able to pull myself out of bed some days and really being able to be the best me that I can be. Um, I struggle in relationships sometimes. I give my energy to people that don't deserve my energy. And it's a pattern of mine. And I've been doing it for years. But I always preach, bitch, know your worth. Know what you want to do. And however, I still like allow these people that are no good for me to still be in my life you know people that are unavailable people that cannot give me what I want um, I still settle for what the little bit of time that they can give me and you know in 2021 bitch Bryce don't want that you know like you know I'm just being honest purple pants posse and I am you know I want to work on that and I think the first part of working on things like that or to be honest and to be truthful and I think that this is the first time in my adult life that I'm being so transparent and so honest and these are some of the things that I struggle with and another child I'm just laying it on the line because this is just where this this is me and where I'm at I uh like hate my current job like I hate it. It. I'm very grateful that I have a job. I'm very grateful in the sense uh, of that. However, I, I don't want to do that forever. And I, I. But and I always am saying that to some of my friends. But I'm never actually like making an exit plan. And I think that that is something that I I need to work on. And I need to stop saying that. And I need to do more action into that. And so, but again, you know, that's the procrastination that sometimes I struggle with and that, you know, I want to present this perfect being. I want to be this Bryce Isaiah that is the greatest. But the truth of the matter is Bryce is, you know, still on a road to getting to there. And I feel like we all are on a road to that. And I just again wanted to just bear my truth to my purple pants posse who I feel like has been nothing but amazing to me and I feel like I can am doing you a disservice by pretending at times that I'm great and then I'm not great and that you know I, I, there are things in my life that I'm struggling with and there are things in a life that I want better and there are things in a life that you know I, I I want to get to a better place. Another thing that I always struggle with is like accepting or receiving praise. When people like say, oh my God, you're, this is great. I love it. I'm always just like, thank you. I like feeling like I don't deserve it. And I don't, I don't know what that is about. But in 2021, I want to receive my praise. I want to be able to take it in and say, you know what, bitch? I earned it. I deserve it. Thank you. And I want to strive harder to work to, you know, be in a better place. And so, but there's just a lot of things. And I just wanted to, and I know y'all be like, bitch, you keep saying the same shit. But I just um, I just wanted to be open, honest, and vulnerable. Something that I am not always as open with. But in hopes that... We are in a new year. 2020 was horrible. And a lot of us is like, ooh, come on, 2020 is going to be. We, it, but it, it, it's, it's not a magic flip. It, it's not a, you know, whoo, the light works and we in 2021 and, and all of our pain and all of the suffering that we went in 2020 is ended. And now we're in this brand new year. No, it doesn't work like that. And so on my journey to a better Bryce and what I am hoping for is that in my truth that I am sharing with you is, is that I, I am setting it free I am casting it out I am opening up the jar and that I am walking into my 2021 being open honest and vulnerable and being able to say that this is what I'm struggling this is what I'm working on and I want to work toward those goals I know that it's not a overnight fix but this is a step in the right direction and I hope that in my truth that I could inspire somebody to walk in their truth to start addressing some of the things in in 2021 that needs to be addressed that they can start working on it and 
it can be a positive impact to somebody. So thank you for listening to me. Um, I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, let's let's keep this momentum going. Let's walk in our let's normalize being vulnerable. Let's normalize not being okay. How about that? How okay? We always normalize being the best us that we can be. But how about we normalize that it's okay not to be okay? And guess what? You could talk about it. <laughs> Does it like you know? Let's normalize the fact that we all is a little depressed, and, and and it's okay to talk about it. Let's normalize the fact that okay, l- your love life might not be where you want it to be, but. You got to love yourself first. You can't give love if you don't truly love yourself first. And if you say you love yourself, then you need to start acting like you love yourself and putting yourself first. Okay. And really putting yourself first. Ooh, child. Okay. I'm, I'm cussing myself out today. But let's normalize being the better version of us. Let's normalizing doing the right thing for ourselves. Let's normalize attending to our our true self let's like let's normalize putting the facade down for a moment let's you know and let's normalize getting to our core let's normalize working on ourselves let's normalize just getting back to us and that's really um what my hope for this episode was and i I hope that you get something out of it and um i appreciate you for listening i appreciate you for loving me and i appreciate you for going on this journey with your baby boy It's a purple pants, it's a purple pants, it's a purple pants promotion. And keeping the menu rolling, I'm really excited for this week's purple pants promotion. Okay, it seemed like a long time ago. But it's back, back again. First, I want to welcome to the podcast Alex G, the creator of Survivor Philadelphia. What's poppin', Alex G? Hello, Bryce. Thank you so much for having me on the Purple Pants Podcast. I'm honored to be here. Oh, of course. You know, I'm uh, Patty. You know, <laughs> I always got love for my Alex G, and I'm so excited with this new project that you have going on with Survivor Philadelphia. And if my listeners or anyone who's listening don't know. Maybe it was like almost a year and a half ago, right? Mm-hmm. At this point, Alex put on a, well, you tell them because you could tell it better than I can. So basically, I always had this dream to do this fan-made Survivor season. And it wasn't until I actually went to the Bryce and Wen present karaoke party that you and Wendell hosted, where I met all these Philadelphia Survivor people. Um, that I realized there's this big community of people that would actually be into doing this crazy fan-made game that I always dreamed of doing. So, um, yeah, I remember thinking these people would actually sign up if I asked them. So I decided to... um, put stuff together. I started buying stuff for challenges with the help of Michael Corona and... um, enough people signed up that it became this real game we were going to do. And then I remember uh, messaging Bryce to ask if he wanted to participate. And um, I was thinking, oh, maybe they'll they'll want to show up, like hang out. I didn't know if you guys would want to, as you said in your exit interview that will be released, take 11 hours of your day that you, <laughs> that you could never get back. I was like, oh, I don't know if they want to do that. But you guys were like, you and Wendell, you're like, we want to play. We're down. I was like, oh my gosh, this is really going to happen. And so... It turned into this epic season that I'm, I'm really into video editing. So I put in Survivor music. I made it this whole thing. Classic Alex G making it more dramatic than it needs to be. <laughs> and it turned out to be this great project. So I was really happy with it. And um, I'm excited to do more with it now. Yes. So if you guys have not checked out the Survivor Philadelphia, they're literally episodes. Okay. It's a whole season. You can watch on YouTube. And I might, I, you know, I know I'm in it, but 
watching it from a fan perspective, especially during this time when we don't really have Survivor, it is really good. And you know, your baby boy redeems himself because, baby, I was the queen of Survivor Philadelphia, okay? <laughs> they won in my head at every chance, but they could not. <laughs> so, with that being said, although that was a year and a half ago, it's been released to YouTube. Alex has this new project coming out that I was like, oh my God, this would be great for Purple Pants promotion. So, let the people know what you got cooking up, Alex G. Right. So, so as we all know, it's this year's been crazy. And originally, I wanted to do more Survivor Philadelphias. Um, but when a pandemic happens, you can't do that, obviously. So I was thinking, what could I do to sort of keep my creative passions going in this time? And I realized I had these interviews of the 16 people who participated in Survivor Philadelphia. And... They tell this great story of all the stuff that our production people missed. Because, I mean, mean, obviously, we can't get all these secret whisperings and, oh, who we're splitting the votes on who and who knows who has the idol and stuff. And so... I wanted to sort of edit these into something that was really cool. And so instead of just releasing the interviews, I decided, again, overdramatic, to make it into this series. I'm calling it the story of Survivor Philadelphia. And basically, I'm branding it as an audio narrative experience. So you could just listen to this podcast that's going to be released and get the full story of what happened. You just wouldn't have any video um, because you get all the ins and outs of what people are thinking. But I also figured that it would be a good time to, like you said, Bryce, the the pandemic has caused us all to sort of just look for things to do because we can't do what we normally do. So I decided to do an official Survivor Philly re-release for anybody who missed it the first time or anybody who wants to watch it again. Yeah. So starting this week, uh, Wednesday, November or January 6th, first week of 2021, we're starting the re-release. So... I specifically picked Wednesdays at 8 to put these episodes back on YouTube because I've taken them all off for now. And um, to fill the Survivor void that we all feel, right? Because Survivor's not on for the foreseeable future. So wouldn't it be great if Wednesdays, a dark time in 2021, on 8 o'clock you guys had a Survivor Philadelphia episode to watch. So the episodes are going to be re-released every Wednesday. And the corresponding interviews with the eliminated people, which have sort of audio from the show dispersed into them to make it feel more like the experience, are also going to be released. So for the next two months, we're going to have great content coming out. And I'm super excited. If you haven't watched before, it's a fully spoiler-free podcast. So you won't get spoiled on the winner. You won't get spoiled on how how great your baby boy does. But um, if you have watched, it'll be really good to fill in the holes if you care about, like, Which what were they, they do. thinking? Of course they care. I'll yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so where can people find all of this good? Where can they find this podcast? Where can they find these videos that are going to be released on Wednesdays at 8 p.m.? Let the Purple Pants Posse know so we can get <laughs> back into Survivor Philadelphia. Yes. So um, my YouTube channel is just Survivor Philly. So if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, You'll get notifications every Wednesday when the episodes come out. And then I just released episode zero of the podcast, which is basically just explaining what I just said and what this is all about. And some fun teasers of um, some people's interviews. But the podcast is available on all streaming platforms. So I'm usually going to be posting an, a link to Anchor, which is a way that they distribute all the podcasts. But you can get it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It disperses them to a bunch of places. So subscribe to one of those feeds and you'll get the podcast every week and if if Bryce Isaiah gets voted out you'll get to hear his exit interview oh oh and don't forget the Instagram what's the Instagram if people aren't following the Survivor Philly Instagram oh yeah I'm I'm really into Instagram. I'm really into those dramatic stories and um, posting too many photos to make like those three by three blocks. It (laughs) it messes up everybody's feed. Um, It's just Survivor Philly. So Survivor Philly on Instagram. We have a Survivor Philly Facebook page as well if you want to follow that. So this is a I've I've taken this way too far, but I'm really into it. (laughs) It's fun. I love it. It's uh, it was such a fun experience. I did not know what I was going to get out of it. Um, And yeah, to see it back play on YouTube. 
YouTube when it first aired was amazing and now I feel like I forgot about it so I'm excited to rewatch it and I'm sure all my emotions and all my shade will come back so it'll be interesting to listen to these corresponding uh, interviews when to see what people had to say see if my shade alert goes off but I'm so excited for this I love anything that represents our city you know we're a huge survivor base here and I don't really feel like we get the knowledge or the acknowledgement that we should because I've been repping the Philly Survivor for a really long time mm-hmm. so I'm just glad that something like this has happened and you know who knows when this pandemic pandemic is over maybe Survivor Philadelphia 2.0 let's go baby boy yeah and I think we honestly have to attribute a lot of this community to you Bryce because you were hosting these watch parties and you were sort of putting Philadelphia on the Survivor map so it wasn't until I saw this community that was at the Bryson Wen present parties the Philly know-it-alls when RJP came here that I realized there's all these people that I could be friends with that love Survivor as well so moving here was a great thing that happened to me in terms of my hobbies yes and then before you go which I find so interesting is that this group of us that participated in the Survivor Philadelphia is not only like participated it participated you guys really have become a family mm-hmm. I really love the friendships that have formed through it and it's like you know I'm just minding my business Purple Pants Posse uh, one day and I see on like New Year's Eve the whole Survivor Philly crew is up on a Zoom call I'm like well <laughs> let me check my email cause I Alex G ain't send no email of you know but y- they didn't invite me but it's fine they isolate me <laughs> but I really love the community that it is and it's just like you know you just never know in life who or what and the community of the Survivor Philadelphia is so vast in age and backgrounds and I just love the fact that a year later you guys are still friends and still communicating and still I just it's just the love for the community is real and I just love to see that it sort of feels like on Real Survivor when these people who are like you said totally different ages totally different backgrounds they seem so close when they talk after the season and it's so interesting how even though I wasn't a contestant experience like this can really bring people together and you start talking about your love of Survivor and then you realize that these are these multi-dimensional people with these stories and especially in the pandemic like you said it's really been a great lifeline and um, I was joking with Bryce I was like I'm going to be texting you that Zoom link every week so we'll see if Bryce comes in you can keep it But it's been great. Yeah, it's fun. So much fun to watch. So make sure you guys check out Survivor Philadelphia, the re-release, okay? And the, I'm about to say the spoken word version. Uh, (laughs) Make sure you check out the podcast, Alex G. It's been so much fun, baby boy. I can't wait to watch and I can't wait to text and scream at you when stuff I see. So I'm excited. So thanks so much for stopping by the Purple Pants Podcast. Yeah, it's been, it's been fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. It's a purple pants pick, it's a purple pants pick. If you hurry up quick, it's a purple pants pick, And we are on to one of my favorite segments of the podcast. It's Purple Pants Pick. That's right, you pick, I say. It's your chance as the listener of the Purple Pants Podcast to control what your baby boy says. Whether it's a question, a topic, anything, you pick, I say. Every Saturday to my Instagram, Bryce Isaiah, I post a photo of a baby boy and it says, Purple Pants Pick, drop your topics, and that's where you get to write what you want. What I feel about a chicken wing, <laughs> what songs I like, what I'm doing this week, you pick, I say. So, Audrey, what's the first Purple Pants Pick? The first Purple Pants Picks comes from Nyctology. How do you wake up and do all the things you set out to do? I keep failing. No motivation. Baby boy. So I feel like I just touched upon this on my segment of vulnerable. And I feel like we need to have more compassion and more love on ourselves. Because I feel that way a lot of the days that I want to get up and I set out these amazing things that I want to do. And honestly, the one accomplishment for me is getting out of bed. So for me, it's more about setting realistic goals for where I actually am that day that moment I oftentimes want to be great and I want to have an amazing day and so I will set these goals 
for an amazing day. But when reality is I'm suffering, I'm not feeling great. And there's no way that I'll be able to accomplish those goals. And so it's more about pouring the love into myself and being like, bitch, you're not great today. Let's get out of bed. Let's get some food in us. Let's try to exercise and not making it a grand list of things to do. Just realistic. And when I say realistic, I'm talking about basic goals. And the more we can expand on that, the more that we can realize where we are, I feel like can help our motivation. The more that we can get out, the more that we can exercise, the more that we can surround ourselves with people that love us, the more that we can be real with ourselves, that we're not in a great place, I think is the starting point. But trust me, baby boy, I know the feeling. I feel like I'm right there with you. So thank you for sharing. Audrey, what's the next purple pants pick? Fox underscore feet asks people getting pets because of the pandemic. Now, listen, you know, I love the pets. You know, my mom has a dog named Sunshine. I live vicariously through my mom. And pets are, they keep you company. I've got a pet turtle. Her name's Kimmy. And yeah, like, I think it's great. However, I always wanted to have a dog. I felt like, you know, where I'm at in my life right now, I don't think having a dog would be conducive. But when I buy my home, I get a backyard, you know, I'm married. I feel like that's when I will want a dog. However, seeing my mom with her dog, Sunshine, and my friend, Sarah and Eddie, they've got a dog named Edison, baby, child, the dog got more toys than kids I know. The dog stay getting sick. They got to go to the hospital. The dog got to eat a special type of food. They're caught like, I, like, I, whoo. The way my bills are set up, I don't know if a dog is in the future for me. Like, they are expensive. And right now in the pandemic, we need to be saving our money. We need to be doing things smart. So, although I love to be a big brother to a dog, an uncle to a dog, I don't know about getting a pet during a pandemic for me. But my turtle... She's amazing. You know, in the winter, she hibernates. She don't give me too much trouble. In the summertime, she be out and about. But, you know, I, I feed my turtle special type of diet. You know, she eat goldfish. She eat scallops. She eat shrimp. She eat strawberries. She eats pomegranates. Like, you know, my turtle, you know, she lives in a lap of luxury. For some people during this pandemic, they might be feeling isolated. They might be feeling alone. And so a pet is a great companion, can give you that sense of love, can give you a lot of different things. So I I believe getting a dog in a pandemic is great as long as you your finances are together because it ain't just getting a dog food and calling it a day. It's it's a lot. However, you can look at other animals as well, like a turtle, a goldfish, a hamster, a rabbit that are not as expensive as puppies and, and cats. But the thinking behind it is that extra love, something to take care of, something to do while you're in the house. I like that idea. Keeping us occupied, feeling love. Okay pouring love into ourselves so i'm here for it audrey what's the next purple pants pick e nikki b 24 asks i really enjoyed your sad holiday music picks last week what are some of your go-to sad music picks Hey, E. Nikki B. 24. Thank you. I love sad songs, holiday songs, regular songs. Now, I realize they might not be the most healthiest thing, but it's not like I'm in a sad place when I'm listening to them. Sometimes they, they just bring me back to my childhood and I can just relate to them. So I have a lot of go to sad love songs or just sad songs in general. So I try to give you my top three and. Let me also preference this so y'all understand, so y'all don't think that baby boy is just always down, sad. I enjoy listening to sadder or down music when I'm taking a bath. It's my bath experience for me. I feel like it takes me on a, I don't want to say a roller coaster, but a ride. Something about the hot water, the candles, setting the mood. It really kind of takes me there. And when I take a bath, one of the songs that always I start my bath off with it takes me is oh what you got a shanti see my days have gone without you but i'm hurting while ooh, ooh. No more, 
So that's one of my songs is Ashanti Foolish takes me back to my high school days. But also Keisha Cole and Ashanti have a versus coming up and Baby Boy is so excited. They were supposed to do it a couple of weeks ago. Then Ashanti got COVID so they had to cancel it and it's coming back. I think it might be actually this weekend. I'm for it. Okay. And speaking of Keisha Cole. <laughs> Okay, okay, sorry, because this podcast is about to go somewhere left. I'm about to run the bath water and we about to get all purple pants picked. But I love me a Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole can take you there. That's Keisha Cole, I remember. And some some of y'all might know that song because woo, get in my motions. And then because I'm only giving y'all three of some that are on my playlist. Now, this is a classic of the classics. Some of y'all might not know this, but... If I told you once, I told you twice, QB. Go to booty, like the boobies. No ice. Armor truck ice. Get your bonus like the Boucher. In love with you since the days that you say. Oh, oh, no, that's Mary J. Blige with Little Kim. Now, y'all know I, I stand for Little Kim. But Mary J. Blige is on all of my, like, bath time sad songs, especially from her first album, My Life. But that song was I Can Love You Better featuring Little Kim. And that was off of Share My World. But I hope y'all like some of my sad song picks. Maybe in the future I could talk about some of my other songs, some of my ratchet songs, some of my uplifting positive songs, because I've got playlists for all types of moves. But alright, because now I'm ready to sing. Audrey, what's the next Purple Pants pick? Joe Gilbert 98 asks, have you been watching the NBA? Any picks for the Rookie of the Year? Well, Joe, so funny that you said that. I actually have been talking to War Dog about this surprise, right, of all people, the War Dog. But, you know, I love basketball season. I love NFL season. You know, I like to look at the zaddies. But actually, this season, I'm really excited for LaMelo Ball. I love the Ball brothers. I love Zoe. I love Gio. And I love Melo. Ever since they were introduced to us, maybe like five years ago, when their dad, Lamar Ball, came out, they had that Facebook show that I like watched. I like I fell in love with them. I love Zoe. I love Gio. But Melo has always been my favorite. Just because in a family of like all boys, he's the youngest. I'm the youngest. I really can relate. I just felt like he had the most pizzazz. He then like left high school and went overseas. Um, and then this year he got drafted and he is playing. He is killing it right now. Now, I was talking to the War Dog and the War Dog was saying that he doesn't have the the time put in like he's averaging maybe about 15 minutes a game and war dog was telling me that you know you need about 25 minutes to 30 minutes to really get your points and stuff but it's the beginning of the season and y'all know I don't really know much about sports but it's LaMelo's passes for me he will literally like be running up court and then just throw the ball backwards I'm like how you even know somebody back there but I really just am obsessed with the ball brothers I love Melo so that's who my pick of the rookie of the year is okay so watch out for Melo Audrey what's the next purple pants to the pick VA Jill wants to know what is your favorite pizza baby now that's a hard one because listen baby boy likes to eat so i love like a meat lover's pizza i love a vegetable pizza with like some green peppers mushrooms fried onions i love a barbecue chicken pizza um i love a hawaiian pizza i even love what's them kind of pizzas that's like square and they don't got no cheese on it um and it's just like the sauce. Uh, somebody tweet me and tell me that type of pizza because I really love that type of pizza too. It's like it come in a square. Like, I mean, all of it. Y'all going to be like, what are you talking about? I can't, A Sicilian. Mate. Is that Sicilian pizza? Love a Sicilian pizza. Mm. Ooh, y'all getting my mouth watering. Yeah, I love pizza. I, 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 There is not really a type of pizza that I don't like. Okay? You, you got it. I have it. And I'm also the type of pizza eater that, judge me if you want, but I will eat my, like say, if I'm eating two pieces of pizza, I will eat them up. Eat them up until the crust and then save the crust. And then maybe I'm a dipper. I'm a sauce person, too. So sometimes <laughs> don't listen. I'm being vulnerable. So don't judge me. But I'm a I'm a sauce person. So sometimes if I'm eating pizza, if it's like Papa John's and they got their garlic sauce. ooh. But if not, 
sometimes I'll drizzle a little barbecue sauce on my pizza. Then I'll drizzle a little barbecue sauce on the side. And then I'll save my crust and dip my crust into the barbecue sauce or the Papa John's garlic pizzas. Uh, the garlic sauce. Ooh. Mm. All right, I'm getting hungry. Audrey, what's the what's the last purple pants pick? Because I want some pizza. Chelsea Brooks 67 asks, what's your take on the cast of Bridgerton? All right, Purple Pants Posse. Y'all been wanting me to... I done seen the tweets. Ooh, Bryce, I need for you to watch Bridgerton. My friend Chelsea was like, you need to watch Bridgerton. My friend Sarah was like, you need to watch Bridgerton. My friend Dara was like, you need to watch Bridgerton. Now, like I was sharing with you guys earlier in the podcast, my moods have been up and down. So sometimes when I'm not feeling that great... I don't really want to watch TV. You know, I got to be in the right type of mood to watch something because for me, watching TV isn't just watching TV. For me, it's like an escape. Like I will put myself into the TV show. I will imagine it's a spicy Bryce on the show. And so it's like interactive watching for me. And so it's watching TV for me is a fun thing to do. And so I've got to be in a place that I want to do it. However, if I'm not feeling great, if I'm feeling down, it's not something that I want to do. So I've been singing Bridgerton and I'm like, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. I want to watch it. But I just have not been feeling great. So after I recorded that vulnerable section of the podcast, I really felt relief I really felt like I got something off of my chest and that like I you know it's just something about being vulnerable stripping down to your core and just even if it's sharing with your purple pants posse it just made me feel like I was stepping into the right direction and now I say that to say that after I recorded it I, baby boy got like you know got me a little snacky snack and I started watching Bridgerton so I watched the first episode and then Barb called me and I was supposed to drop off cookies to John's sister who lives around the corner from me now I know y'all like what the hell does this have to do with Bridgerton but I'm just telling y'all in my chain of events so my mom was calling me like did you drop those cookies off to John's sister yet and I'm like no I didn't do it yet now my they live like five minutes away from me but and mind you my mom gave this to me on Christmas and I was like supposed to take it from her house to like on Christmas morning but listen baby boy you know listen okay I'm just being honest so my mom was like did you take those cookies to her house yet and I'm like no so I'm like you know what let me do that so I went and got the cookies and I got back home and baby I watched like six episodes of Bridgerton Bridgerton now I hear what y'all are saying I so understand when you're like it you just want to know what happens baby i want to know what happened who there's so many characters that i love there's so many characters that i don't love there's so many characters that i liked that i didn't like but baby let me just make it clear it's the duke for me baby I'm trying to be the Duke of Bridges too, okay? Take me down. You don't want to have kids, Duke? Don't worry about it. We won't have kids. I can't give you kids, baby. So listen, you need to get rid of Lady Bridgerton and come on to Bryce Isaiah. Woo! Okay, sorry. <laughs> but it's the Duke for me, okay? If you don't know, baby, it's the Duke for me. It's also the Brit- Lady Bridgerton's older brother, okay? Who? I can sing opera too. Wait a minute. Who? Where Mary J. Blige at? I can love you better, okay? It's also the older brother, the Bridgerton, for me as well. So, I'm here for it. One thing that I do love about Bridgerton is that it is a period piece. And, you know, like, I don't even know, like, what period it's in. Like, you know, the 1800s uh, back in England. And But it's the diversity for me, okay? To have a black queen, to have a black duke, to have so many just people that look like me. And I was talking to one of my friends, Dara, about this show, who she was really um, telling me to watch it. And I just was like, oh, okay. And for me, my friend Dara is a period piece, like I want to say ho. She loves all, and mind you, you would never guess that a person like her is a period piece person, but she is. And she was saying something to me how, as a little girl, when she used to watch it, because mind you, she would be like seven, eight, nine, ten, watching 
like pieces that her mom would be like, why are you watching this? And she would always say for her as being a black female to watch period pieces, she only could see herself in those roles as the maid, the help. And so for her to be able to watch this show and to see the queen be a woman of color to see other women of color be admired and loved. It, it really did her heart good. Now she had some other issues up towards the plots, but it does, it didn't matter. But for me, I just really love it. And I like the fact that it's just so many plots and so many twists and turns at once. I'm just here for it. Now I really love lady Bridgerton. Now mind you, y'all know I'm bad with names, but you know, the main Bridgerton who with the, who married the Duke, I really love her little sister um, who is like, I don't, my aspiration ain't just to marry no man and to live with him. Like, I got goals. I got aspirations. And then the writer of the town, that's it's literally like the Wendy Williams of the, the town. She writes these letters. And now, mind you, I have not finished season one yet. I maybe have like three more episodes. So I'm just so curious if we find out who the writer of that, the article is. But I like the fact that the little sister is really wants to know who it is. Now, mind you, I low-key think it's her. Now, then the little sister has this friend who is of this other family that has three sisters um, and she is like the younger one. She's a little bit more, you know, the awkward one. Maybe what they would not consider the most prettiest, uh, but she is rather loyal, but she kind of pissed me off because the family had to take in another lady. And the whole premise of the show is it's courting season. So all of the women get dressed up and, you know, and first of all, I'm like, oh, okay, it's just a season that you, you get married in. Okay, well, child, sign me up for the next one. Okay, Purple Pants Posse, tell me when the next courting season is because I'm trying to get me a do. But anyway. So the lady's family uh, brings in this other young lady from the farm and she happens to be a black female and she's like gorgeous and everyone loves her. Now, the one little sister who's like the quirky, awkward one, she befriends her. And mind you, I don't want to get the plot away to nobody. Be if y'all haven't watched it, so I won't say too much, but I'm just saying that the the lady from the farm comes. She's got a lot of issues with her. But what annoys me is that the awkward little sister, I was rocking out with the awkward little sister until, you know, the lady from the farm came and the guy that she was interested in was interested in the lady from the farm. And I'm like, girl, now why are you snitching on your friend? But it's so good. And I have... Yeah, so I left off the last episode that I left off, and I'm going to just say this because I, again, to my Purple Pants Posse that have not watched it, I hope that this inspires you to watch it because, honestly, it put me in such a great mood. It was such a fun watch. But, baby, listen, the Duke is the freaking week, baby. And so much to uncover. I feel like I might even have to just do my own podcast about this because there are just so many, like, little things that I want to touch on, but I this is just the Purple Pants pick. But the episode that I got onto was when, okay, Lady Bridgerton discovered how the kids was made, baby. And instead of the pull out method, Miss Mama's turned it over, okay? She turned it over and she started to go for a ride. And by ride, I, I do not mean a car, okay? Vroom, vroom. That's this week's Purple Pants Pig. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> Sorry, that's me trying to start my car with the Duke. <laughs> and just a reminder, if your pick didn't get picked this week, do not worry. Every Saturday on Bryce's Instagram and Twitter at Bryce Isaiah. That's B-R-I-C-E-I-Z-Y-A-H. Bryce posts the Purple Pants picks, and it's your chance as the listener to get your pick in. Tune in next week to see if your Purple Pants pick was picked. It is time for advice, given to you by Bryce. It's time for advice with Bryce. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of Advice with Bryce. Um, it's been a little bit, but we have another submission for the week, so we're going to get right into it. This week's submission comes from Jenna Marie Williams from the Instagram page. So let's go ahead and get into it. Hi, Bryce. I'm moving from Texas to Florida later this month. I will know one couple there, and that's it. I'm not the most outgoing person, and I come off mostly awkward and sometimes harsh because I have to stick to daily timelines due to health issues. What is the best way to make good, true friends? The type of friendships that will stand the test of time. 
Thank you, Bryce. Love to you, Miss Barb, and your family. Happy New Year. Thanks, Nasir. And hey, Miss Jenna, thanks so much for the advice with Bryce. I think that this is right on base with this podcast of vulnerable, our letting our, our vulnerability kind of shine through and also loving ourselves like we love someone else. So one, I just have to say, congratulations. Good luck on the move. Make sure you wear your mask. Make sure you're safe. Okay, that's one. But two, I also feel like when I was listening and reading, um, you know, you saying that you're not that outgoing, that you're awkward, like, mm-mm, see, we gonna love on ourselves. And those are the qualities that make you such a good friend and that make you the, the amazing person that you are. So we want to focus on our positives. With that being said, it's a pandemic. So the normal ways of being able to meet people probably going to be hard for your maybe first couple of months that you're there. But I think that you establishing a routine, getting to know your neighbors, I'm a card giver. You know how I am. So, and after even watching like Bridgington, speaking from the Purple Pants Pick, sending cards out to your neighbors, maybe a little gift basket, like, how you doing? Welcome to the neighborhood. Just doing things that are like little things like that, that really could maybe cheer someone up, a new neighbor that you don't know about. And that could really spark something, a friendship. But honestly, I think just being yourself and having the confidence to know that you are an amazing person, despite any of the quirkiness that make each and every one of us an individual. I think loving yourself enough to know that and really just trusting the process of moving. And it's going to be an uphill battle. You know, you're going to be in a new place, new faces, but that's the adventure of it all. And looking at it like an adventure. And I can't tell you the keys to making lifelong friends. I think that that's something that happens organically. But in order for that to happen, one of the ingredients is you being your authentic self and not, you know, and loving on yourself and saying, hey, I'm quirky. But guess what? You either going to love it or hate it. And if you don't like it, seek ya. Okay. I'm a little awkward at times. But hey, I find that's what makes me funny. I got to stick to a time schedule. But baby, that keeps me on track. And I think the more that we pour into ourselves, and the more that we nurture ourselves and again what I've been saying is loving ourselves like we love other people baby the world gonna see you honey you gonna have all of Florida gonna be trying to knock at your door but they better wear a mask and they better stay six feet apart okay cause I don't play with my Miss Jenna so I really hope that that helps and I just think that it's more about you enjoying this adventure it might be hard might be some lonely days being unfamiliar but just know that each day will get better. You'll get to know familiar faces. You'll get to be able to do things. And I just, I really honestly say, trust the process and trust yourself. I hope this helps. And thank you for being so supportive. You always comment on everything. You are Ms. Barbara, friends. I just thank you so much for your support. And it don't matter if you in Texas or Florida, you got some friends up here in Philly. We love you, boo. And once again, if you feel like you need advice with Bryce, please do not hesitate to reach out to the Purple Pants Podcast. You can contact Bryce at purplepantspodcast at gmail.com. Who's the freak? Who's the freak? Who's the freak of the week? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that freaky, freaky freak? Who's the freak of the week? Might be me, might be you, might be And we are on to this week's Freak of the Week, which is a funny, kind of weird, kind of crazy one. So you know me, I'm minding my business and I'm scrolling through the Instagram as I'm watching Bridgerton and I come across none other than the Missy Bird page, okay? And if you don't know, Missy is currently in Spain. She is teaching in Spain for a year and I'm so excited and her post is we move as one and it looks like she's playing chess and she got the damn cat on her back and it really looks like the cat is posing for the camera like bitch you see me and the cat's name is truey i think i'm saying that right because when he was staying at my house i think i was calling him louie 
before Missy went to Spain, her and her girlfriend Marissa came to Philly for a couple of days to kind of visit with us. And it was so much fun having Missy and her girlfriend, her cat. Now, mind you, I normally don't have people in their pants come to my house, but I have to say this cat was super well behaved. And at one point in time, Missy and her girlfriend went out to run an errand and they're getting ready to leave. And I had a, a little going away gift for Missy. So I was like kind of going through their bags because I wanted to put it in their bag so they wouldn't discover it until they got to their next destination. So I'm like hurrying up trying to wrap this gift and as I'm wrapping the gift and put it in the bag, I, I don't know where the cat came from, but the cat came out of nowhere and started looking at me like bish why are you going through that bags i was like no no i'm just putting a surprise like i'm like why am i talking to a cat but yes please make sure you go to the missy bird page on instagram and look at that photo of her playing chess with her curly hair and the cat looking like i'm the queen over here and make sure you let her know that she is freak of the week and if missy bird is our first freak of the week of 2021 that means we are coming to the end of our first episode of the year please make sure you guys are subscribed to my podcast on apple podcast spotify podcast the back of uncle pookie truck make sure you write a review okay if you can give your baby boy some five stars and just remember in 2021 we are shedding ourselves we are letting our vulnerability shine through and guess what it is okay because we are normalizing that it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to share the things that we are struggling with it's okay to be ourselves and that we want a tribe around us that can support us okay until next time you already know it's your baby boy it's the purple pants it's the purple pants it's the purple pants podcast you better get your headphones and listen up quick it's the purple pants podcast you better listen in public might make your stomach hurt it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to unwind you better get that box wine the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants.